Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod or on Twitter at GreetingsCast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. Greetings and welcome to Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast. I am a host, one of them at least, Bobby O'Rourke. And I am the other, if I deign to be such, Dan Conroy. That's right, Dan we're starting late. We're ending early. This is going to be a real fast and dirty episode. I don't even want us to change the sheets afterwards. <laughs> Absolutely not. You wait a full week to change them and you just Febreze them over and over and over and over again because Febreze has got that capability to clean them up, right? Hey, your fault for not showering at night like your mom told you you should. I did get converted to night showering. I used to be a morning shower. I was, I was converted to a night shower now. See, I weirdly became the opposite. I grew up night showering forever. Because my parents had a phrase about not going to bed with your daily dirt, which is a great that that feels like an incredibly puritanical, like pioneer phrase. And I love it. They meant your thoughts. Yeah, they didn't mean your body. They just meant your impure. Thoughts well, in that case, I failed every step of the way. Hi. I'm thinking Boing. about I'm <laughs> hubba hubba. And I just turn into that wolf that eyes get big. <laughs> Just my dirty thoughts. No, but recently I have been a morning shower because it has worked better in my schedule for my hair. And hey, my oil might still be going into my bed. Gross. But at least my hair looks amazing. So that does, though. Here's the problem. It looks great. And listeners, take my word for it. You've never listened to me before. Start now. His hair looks great. And real quick, ding dongs, start listening to Bobby. He is one half of your parents of this podcast. And uh, he's got a lot of things to say. Don't just keep looking at me when he doesn't tell you the thing you don't want to hear. You listen to your Bobby father. I slave over a hot microphone every day. I put it in the microwave before so it gets nice and soft. And this is the thanks I get. I come home to a bunch of ungrateful nano kids who I can't see or appreciate. And I got to tell you, this is exactly what my therapist said would happen. Do you see these mic chops? These hot, delicious mic chops? Do you think these just grow on podcast trees? Nuh-uh. Your uh, your Bobby father slaves over a hot mic to make this happen. Now go over and give him a digital kiss, which in this case, sorry, go ahead. Nope. I was going to say this is a Shonda. This is a podcast Shonda. I tell you what, I'm so verklempt. And by the way, a digital kiss is liking us at GreetingsPod on Instagram or at GreetingsCast on Twitter. Get that out of the way early. Yeah, no, I, I think starting tonight, it's funny you even brought it up, dear Babs, because I think even starting tonight, I'm going to go back to the night schedule because I miss a late night soak you know what i mean mm. like getting in that shower it's after cleansing the whole i mean literally oh. and figuratively you feel a little like you wash the day off you wash the man right out of your hair from south pacific and send him on his way let me tell you and even though i'm in love with a wonderful boy uh <laughs> and i don't use pepsodent okay that's enough i <laughs> <laughs> it was a very good clam pick i is this... that's, that's a real inside baseball for you musical theater heads out there from little rock ark <laughs> That was the dumbest. That was the dumbest line because they wanted so bad to rhyme with Trenton and or not Princeton and Jay. And she said Little Rock ARK the way no one's ever said that part of the world. No, no. Never. it's a not once. It's a fun musical. I don't really have a desire. The music's good. I don't really have a desire to really watch it ever again. But um, that song always pissed me off. I did see Sweeney recently. Now, Bobby's also. I seen did, too. So yeah. good. So mm-hmm. good. I tell you what, that Groban. I tell you what. So good. And oh my God, I forget who is Mrs. Lovett. Oh my God. Oh, and Annalie Ashford. Annalie Ashford. Oh, yeah. she killed it. She's fantastic. She was great, Mrs. Lovett. Wonderful stuff. Do you think, 
historically, the historical Sweeney Todd, do you think that, and of course it's Victorian England, so they were most likely bathing at best once every three weeks, and that's being generous. Do you think that he was more of a night bather or a morning bather? I would imagine he's got to do at night. You know, your late night barbering. He, you know, he he's either shaving someone he's covered in hair or slaughtering them and covered in blood. Like you can't just go to bed after that. You gotta gotta bathe a little bit. Granted, like you said, like once every moon cycle, probably actually bathing to any serious extent. Right. I think Sweeney's a night shower. He seems like a night owl in general. I don't think he's an early riser. I don't think he's an early riser, but I also think that he is mostly about appearances, just keeping the sociopathy to a minimum until he has the ability to kill anyone, or in this case, Beetle or Judge Turpin. And so my theory was that he absolutely showers in the morning because he looks good for the customers who don't assume that they are going to be slaughtered by this danger man with a with a razor to their face. And at night, he couldn't give a shit because, let's face it, he's also not super into Mrs. Lovett either. That relationship strained. So he will go to bed in blood and not really think too hard about it. That too. And it is occurring to me now that I would not trust a barber who didn't look good. Or rather, do I? And I should... I should look elsewhere. Like if you go to a barber shop and he looks disheveled and his mm. hair isn't very good and he's not very well kept, would you be a little like, well, maybe you're not expert in this particular area. Maybe I should go elsewhere. Or do they not pay attention? They devote it to you. So they're like, it's okay if I look disheveled, like I'm giving it out. Go ahead and call me out if this is ageist immediately. I am ready for that. But okay, my process in that said Dan, who by the way, has not been to a hair maintenance professional in... Mm, two years and hasn't gotten my beard shaven professionally in well over 10. I would say (laughs) with, with those credentials under, under my Balawick, I would say a young barber, I would be more skeptical if they were disheveled, but an older Mm. barber gets away with it for me. And I can't explain why, except the old barber knows what he's doing, which again, Mm. I'm, I'm, I guess that's ageism. I'm claiming that, but the but old- it's good ageism. It's proud ageism. It's ageism that we're allowed to say because it's our podcast and we make the rules. That's yeah. the kind of ageism. We'll do as we please on here, as we've said yes. multiple times to you, ding-dings, ding-dongs, yeah. and ding-dings. The you, you get to be both. But yes, the older barber, they no longer have to put on airs anymore. They don't have to impress me. They've got their customers. My dad forever went to a barber like who was basically like right next to a... Uh, like a fire station and it was like nearly like a shack it was kind of like a weird little the tiniest barbershop you've ever seen with with just constantly shaking hands i've been told but uh he did a good job and was cheap so there's like there's these levels where okay that's a master at his craft i don't care if his hair looks good because it's not his hair i'm worried about it's mine whereas a young barber as long as his eyes on the ball you don't really care what they look like necessarily right whereas a young barber i guess you could say the same thing about them if they are good at what they do but something about it's kind of like hey man you just started you know you should try a little bit (laughs) like i'm you're you seem new and i'm putting my life in your hands i remember when i was in high school i had to do a play where i had to be a gi so i had to get a proper like a1 gi cut like a buzz cut like a buzz a high and tight 1940s buzz cut and I went to a guy who, and I, we didn't even mean to do this. He was a barber, but he his job before being a barber was being a barber for the Navy for 20 years. So I got a genuine, honest to goodness, like army haircut. You got haircut. A, real, a real crew cut, a USS Indianapolis cut. You want to know how I know it was a, it was a in the Navy cut? 
uh, it did not grow back for like three weeks. That's a oh, de- yeah. that is, and my hair grows quick. So that is a sign that he did a damn good job. Nothing but the best for that high school production of dear show dear Ruth. Mentioned. It's not even worth talking about. Um, <laughs> it's, it's one of those ones about lying to soldiers in World War II, and it's funny. Um, but hey, do you want to have a laugh in the forties? Lie to a soldier uh, using romantic letters. It do is, your part for the war effort. Lie to a soldier. It was literally Catfish the musical. It was uh It was a. <laughs> it was about catfishing a uh, soldier with a lady who was like, "Wait a minute, I never wrote a letter to you." <laughs> I just love the idea of multiple, like, attractive women and men holding, like, letters and some of them holding, like, uh, army missiles. And it's just, do your part to fight the war. Catfish a soldier. <laughs> Forget about Go it. Go get them, boys. Go get them, boys. Here's one way to kick the Kaiser right in the keister. <laughs> That'll show the axis. Believe it or not, I kind of had a small connection to cleanliness uh, to to greeting cards from here and i that you brought that up because i made you because i I'm, I'm a puppet master i felt the pressure the strings yeah thank you i was at a bachelor party a couple weeks ago Ooh. and it was a large group of men and as as bachelor parties are wont to be do tell there was one towel we all shared you know per bachelor party rules no one brings their own stuff for some reason uh-huh. um Everything just was covered in like a fine sheen of like spilt beer or just wet, you know, just general wetness. I hate this. So <laughs> no, it got me thinking. Hmm? Sorry, did you want to interrupt? No, I do not. By all, no, no, I'm having my own thing. Go on. Uh, it got me thinking. Uh, we love Girls Night Out card. Wonderful stuff. Like one of our favorite cards of all time. I've never seen a Guys Night Out card. And Dan, I didn't even think to get a greeting card for my friend who's having his bachelor party. It's not really a done thing. And I was wondering if you had ever encountered any of those in the wild. I don't think I've asked this before, but it when I was there, I said, oh, yeah, I don't think there is. A, it's not like a Boys Night Out card. I mean, Girls Night Out was a find in itself, but I don't. I think it's even rarer to find a Boys Night Out card or something similar. You know, I this is going to realm into the sort of romantic discussions of heteronormativity, I think, just warning people as we're talking about it. I would we're say, the most equipped to do that, you and I. I, 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 am, I am boring as cheese. Uh, I, I know nothing else. And I, but because I, I agree with you, Bobby, that I have never seen a boys' night out. I've never seen like guys' night is for the boys. I've never seen bachelor boys do it real, bachelor kids do it in the dirt. And then it says, because we get dirty because of the wrestling we do. I don't know. Like, it's I, a long hat. Ha- hashtag boys hat. Um, the, it's a long hat and other stories by Cormac McCarthy. But the, <laughs> I feel like a part of that is because stereotypically speaking the traditions and formalities of bachelorette and bachelor parties are so night and day you know there's been a bunch of i've seen plenty of you know tiktoks about this but it's like peering into my friends' bachelorette parties who have done them there is like such a regimented schedule they have like clipboards with like lists and they like have clipboards. Pl- yeah, is yeah. This, like gym class from fifth grade. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They have. Pr- oh my god! It's like it's like a f- class field trip to our nation's capital. To get ready, we're going to see at least three Smithsonian's. There's a. There's like regimented itineraries. There is people can put in suggestions for things and they will be considered. There are props. There are costumes. It is choreographed sometimes. It is a whole ordeal. Whereas I have been, I've done, I think you and I have had our fair share of bachelor parties. I've been to about like four or five. And like, it has always just been a complete Michigas. There's no other way to describe it. Just an absolute, not a one of them have been, even when you try 
things will happen where the guys will just be like, nah, fuck that. We're doing this instead. And uh, a lot of the times it's fun. I mean, I've done everything from like. he goes and tries to arrange a casino heist, but he's never been inside before. And it's like hasn't planned at all. Right. Well, you know what the problem is that you watch the door. Then you watch the door. Wait, how many people are? And we're all just like standing around the casino front, opening the doors for the old ladies going to the penny slots. How many doors are there in this casino? We've basically done casino community service. And which is great because we needed to get those numbers up from that misdemeanor. But the point is. Oh, yeah, your CCS, of course. CCS, exactly. But so, yeah, I've never seen one because I don't think anyone thinks of that. No one thinks of it from that level of a formality. Like, of course, we got the food down. We've got beverages. We've got a very loose idea of outside activities, but that could change at a moment's notice. And that's about the three. And then everything else is just gravy. Do you, have you have you've never seen a bachelor party card? I don't believe. No, I haven't. And I genuinely didn't think there would be one, but I thought I'd ask. I mean, I had a good time, but there was a scheduled dinner. So that did happen. But lunch was, you're right. There's, there's such a loose understanding of time. Like lunch was when one of them made hot dogs. That's when lunch was. Yeah. You just had to be around and an earshot and smell shot, I guess, to know <laughs> that there were hot shot. dogs being made. Every bachelor party I've been to, the two meals that are pretty much planned are breakfast because you need it or you'll die and dinner because one one will be if it's like a weekend one will be like more relaxed and one will be fancy that'll be like a fancy dinner and yeah. but lunch it is like a pack of wolves just waiting for something to die they're not even going to go hunting they're just going to wait until <laughs> something keels over i'm trying to remember every time i've been i think one bachelor party was like a boardwalk and we just waited i think oh one one of the guys suggested we go get pizza at this place so i guess that was fine oh uh, one time we did it in a cabin and we did just kind of eat the leftovers of like the night before but we were yeah. also playing D for roughly four hours so um well that actually no that we actually did i think make lunch that day but we were it was a it was rough going because we did drink pretty heavily the night before what happens in the cabin in your mom's backyard stays in the cabin in your mom's backyard she went out of her way to make it by hand for this bachelor party and it was all cedar wood so the least we could do is enjoy our bachelor party in it and she's looking yeah. and she's looking like the uh, movie rear window with uh the uh with the telescope going like my boys are having a good time she also sounds like there's Jimmy a sinister Stewart. looking boy at my son's bachelor party i don't know why the mom sounds like jim stewart well my, i was raised by jim stewart yeah it was uh, old jimmy stewart <laughs> he came back from vietnam and he said i'm gonna have me a ginger brother uh brother we were brother. We were brothers. He decided crazy to old Mama Jimmy Stewart. Mama Jimmy Stewart. That's that is the Cracker Barrel restaurant that fails. Mama Jimmy Stewart's <laughs> trying trying to go against Bob Evans, a place that you shouldn't have breakfast at if you like yourself. You should not. Do you think there is an industry for it? Do you think we can convince the world that this needs to exist in the zeitgeist or is that just never gonna you know come to light it might be i think as we move further and further away from bachelor parties having to look and smell like a Mad Men episode you know like <laughs> a, like as we get more variety of people who enjoy different things and i i've been to some some bachelor parties have been very traditional you know it's just like men drinking and yelling at things and then some of them have been like i went to go do laser tag or, or like i wanted to go to this like wet restaurant or something or 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 do something in the city like cards i think follow the trends not the other way around i don't think cards set the trends and that that's my hot take is they, they follow the trends they're always just a step behind i agree and i do think that we are in the pocket of the trends changing so much so that there is a place for bachelor party cards to exist in the same way that we've seen for girls nights or boys nights if only because we are thankfully moving away from the expectation of basically like gendered stuff 
Because it's it's almost like it's almost, right. It kind of is just like tiring to even talk about because it sounds old when you talk about it, you know. And like these just sort of tired tropes of like men do this and women do this. And it's like okay, cool. Like what about those who just are like not interested in this particularly gendered nonsense? What if I want to give my friend a card to celebrate boys' night? All right, we're gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna try that new Kaiperinia bar. We're going to you know go to a trampoline dungeon, and we're gonna try a place that does those large pies slices that they do in dc but it's in new york there's nothing differently flavored about it it's just very big it's just bigger there's going to be drinks with straws that are shaped like vulvas or for straight men i don't know like that it it didn't take off yet but give it time yeah yeah we're gonna go to uh we're gonna go to a nightclub that just has a neon sign right below us in the booth and it just says shut up idiot and it's like look at that (laughs) it's talking to me it's, if if heterosexual or maybe even non-heterosexual bachelorette parties have taken the cowboy hat, you know, we can do the bowler hat. Have the men bring out their canes and just oh. go strutting with a nice little bowler on all their heads. It's party time. I don't know if it's fair to like prep for your bachelor party before you have anything else before it. But I think about if I ever do have a bachelor party and secretly I do weirdly want to have... It in the wintertime because I want I want white kid gloves. I want top mm. hats. I want capes. I want us to have all canes. I want us to start at the theater one way or another. I want us to end with a steak dinner. And then towards the end of it, I want to be shot out of a cannon. <laughs> so I want my fr- one of those big like circus cannons that you shoot a daredevil out of. I've got tickets to uh, a surgeon operating on a prisoner to show us the insides of someone. You know, like that could be fun for a bunch of boys to do. Oh, absolutely. 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 We're uh, especially for how I'm dressed. Probably the best form of entertainment is uh, we'll grab some fine Sazeracs and watch an elephant get electrocuted because some some new inventor has decided, no, this is the way to prove my thing is legit. Killing an animal. (laughs) Like you could have just, you know, lit a light bulb. Like, nope, I've got to do an elephant. You know, Grand Central Station could use some lights. I said elephant. Justice for Topsy. It's kind of like the the joke Bob's Burgers does where it's like, well, she did kill uh, three people. Yeah, no doy. She's a big fat elephant. (laughs) It's like totally justifying like, yeah, you got in an elephant's way. I don't know what you thought was going to happen. Hashtag justice for Topsy. And I'll tell you, Dan, we're going to go get justice for Topsy right now with the card that I have brought for you this week. Topsy would love it. I'm opening it now. And as Dan opens it, I remind all of you ding dongs out there, all of you lovers, all of you friends, all of you absolute just ethereal beasts to give us a nice review at greetings pod on Instagram or at greetings cast on Twitter, which is still dragging itself further and further from Bethlehem as X these days. Maybe we'll get into another platform. We're not sure yet, but uh, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, you don't have to love to hear from us, but you will. At this point, much like the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, it'd be great if X or whatever the heck it's called turned around on us now because it lost its faith and turned into a pillar of salt because that would just be so much better than what it is. Yeah. And then it could attract deer. Yeah. Oh, deer love salt. Hashtag. Deer love salt. Deer those love bitches, salt. Those bitches are wild for salt. Oh, those sons of bitches. You look at a you look at a cute deer and you're like, you're stupid dick. Look at you with your salt. Get out. You ever get so get mad at you ever get mad at an animal that's so cute you just like start being mean to it? Not in a way that like not in a way that's actually like violent or Hurtful. mean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of course not. But you just like look at it and you go, you stupid bitch you, like, you know what you're doing this. what are you doing and you got to talk to it in the cute voice but like be mean to it like you're a little boner aren't you yes you are because they think because they don't speak english so they don't know no better so you can just not be many. 
Not much. It's like when I used to pick up my little rabbit jelly bean and like he'd be nuzzling in my arms and I'd just be like, you could be dinner at any moment. Don't you know that? You could be food. But I get to make that decision. And in a very creepy, unsettling way, that made me feel better. I feel like Caligula. Yes. Except that moment wasn't sponsored by Penthouse. Or was it? <laughs> um, we talked about wanting to see that movie. Uh, okay. We did. We got it. We got another, pa- another Patreon episode. We'll watch the whole thing of Caligula. We've got to go. We've got to go back and find out what movies we promised we were going to watch because I think I don't remember what the last one was, but Caligula feels like it's a far cry from the last one we talked about. It was the Fl- it was the Flintstones. So yeah, it's pretty far. <laughs> oh, a double bill for all double bills. What? That's worse than Barbenheimer. What goes for? I would want to end with Flintstones. I need. I can't go to bed on. Food. I don't think you can end with Caligula. You don't go to bed on Caligula. I've always said that. <laughs> Uh, Caligula Caligula for appetizers, Flintstones for desserts. All right. So the card that Bobby has given us today from his fine underground collection, he keeps buried in sand, it Mm. is a rectangular card of the norm. I'm I'm already charmed by it. It is rectangular white border, about an inch thick on each side, maybe less, maybe closer to a half inch. A fine gold or you could say like brassy. It's kind of got a copper color framing on the top and bottom so it's not exactly like a picture frame it's almost like a rainbow and reverse rainbow but it's sort of four loops in one on one side and then on the top of it there is a continuous sort of i don't know if you'd call it a victorian loop or more like a turn of the century it looks like art a deco maybe art a deco bit, like... it kind of yeah like frank lloyd wrightish yeah it kind of looks like a yeah like a picture frame from the 1920s like it could be elaborate metalwork. very charming and and also helps to encapsulate the image that we have in the foreground we have a i believe that to be a fox it is smiling or at least it appears to be it's doing that thing where an animal is happy but its mouth really hasn't changed much but it's closing its eyes in a appearance of gratification and sort of quiet satisfaction its ears are especially large i didn't know fox ears that's maybe why i took a moment of uh, hesitation because i didn't know foxes had those large of ears but it it might be a fox but i think it is but i i was taken aback by that too i think there's some species that looks very much like this and uh, i couldn't identify it entirely but i'm i'm gonna say fox for now until a better answer comes along go ahead and yell at us on the social media about how much we don't know about certain dog species and tell us which one this could be (laughs) Yeah, Bobby. Please. Bobby, why did you make that face? Are you afraid that they're gonna just? Hoot I was just it? gonna shout "fox" into fox! the microphone. <laughs> it's a fox, idiots! Uh, idiots! This fox is clearly very happy. I I hope this is not a CGI fox. I hope it's not an AI fox. In the background, there is an autumnal color palette, reminiscent of the forest, and below the fox, just north of its breastplate, south of its neck, so kind of its lower neck, it says in a fine cursive, "You should be proud of yourself." Okay. Are you? You know what I don't like is a card that makes me do the work. You know what really grinds my gears? You know what really grinds my gears, folks? (laughs) You know what really chaps my hide is a card that, first off, all right, we've made it clear on this show, I don't like being told what to do. And I'm not going to be told what to do by something that I paid money for, okay? This was not, what what was the name of the, Zoroastra? No, what was the name of the, um, uh, Madame Zeron? No. The name... Madame Zeroni's from Holes. Madame Zeroni's from Holes. I know. You got to take her up the mountain so that she can drink from the well and then come down and do that three times and otherwise the yell Nazis are screwed. No, I'm referring to the fortune teller from the movie Big, the fake fortune teller. Oh, killing me. I don't know that. Hold on. Bobby, you're my my reference-opedia. Come on. Vamp for me. 
while I look up big musical. So for those that don't remember the movie Hole, starring uh, a couple of people I forget immediately because I don't remember uh, celebrity names very well, Madame Zeroni basically tells a Eli, uh, Eli, Eli of Yelnats. No, it wasn't Eli Yelnats. Uh, Stanley Eli, Yelnats. Eli, well, oh, the Stan- old one. Oh, yeah. Eli- Who's the, Elias, the ancestor. Yeah, the ancestor mm. in the old country. Uh, tells him to take a pig up and down the mountain, and that pig is going to get big. Basically bloated a pig. Because this is a culture in which you get your wife by how big your pig is. And I don't know if that's supposed to be a euphemism, but well, I don't care for it. Um, I'd say not. Yeah, I'd say not. Uh, did you find out who is in that thing? Uh, I can't find the name of the character. Miss... Um... I can't find the name of the the fortune. It's the machine, the machine that he uses. Hold on, hold on. We're just uh, none. Nobody vamp. Zoltar. 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 Okay, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So you were close, Zeroni Zoltar. You were in the you were in the ballpark. This was the most amount of work we ever did for the least payoff, which is me just basically saying, if it unless it's a Zoltar machine and I have to interpret the you know fortune myself, then fine. You know that's what I put myself into. But you're a card that's supposed to gift me in exchange a sentiment that I did not want to write myself. And so far, you have just given me a command. And uh, I don't like it. You should be proud of yourself, Dan. I like that it's affirmational. That's kind of nice. We ha- we get some affirmation cards. We haven't, similar to the getting no bachelor party cards for Girls Night Out, we've never got you should be ashamed of yourself card, which I feel like there might be a market for in this day and age. There's a lot to be ashamed of. You know what? I have read so many very healthy thing to do subreddit posts about individuals <laughs> and relationship <laughs> advice that do not know how to talk with their significant others when something is bothering them or when they're in a place where they are not able to describe their feelings or how something bothered them and or if the significant other did something wrong. And theirs is a market begging to be made for cards that say you should be ashamed of yourself. You really yeah. need to evaluate your values. I need you to think more of me sometimes the way I think of you. Like imagine it's it's a hard pill to swallow, but imagine how good that would be. Oh my God, that would be amazing. We've discussed seriously that greeting cards are often used for people who aren't comfortable with words. So they say, I bought this card to express to you what I'm feeling because I don't have the capacity right now to do it. Yes. Well, what if you're ashamed of someone? What if you knew they didn't have to let him drown? You'd yeah. be like, you're, I'm ashamed to give him a card. Be like, you could have saved him. Hey, am we I the, all know that. Am I the one hit wonder from the 80s, FR David? Because words don't come easy to me. Yeah. That's that's a great song that you should listen to if you haven't. But uh, it's in the movie Beverly Loughlin. But that's, please do. We that, beg of you. Please, right now. But that's the thing. If this industry's lifeblood is people being bad with words, myself included, then we have to get into the awkward ones where it's a card with a maybe a sad dog that's looking at an empty bowl that went, you know, you forgot again. (laughs) (laughs) And it's hard, but it's like, I, I am, how... Would that alleviate fights or would that make them worse? I can't tell. I, You know, I don't think it's up to the card to adjudicate that. I think it's merely the open door. The card can't solve the problems. You, you, the card neither starts nor solves the problem. That's where you come in. The card is just the door that you have to open. We can't blame the card for what happens after you give the card. And having said that, that would be a great meta card if I gave you a card and said this card just opens up the door. <laughs> now we have to oh, talk. my God. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Here's the card that opens up the door, and it's like a cute penguin with like an ice cream cone opening a door for you. And on the inside, you can write, 
yeah, I ate some of your goldfish and, uh, you know, I want to say I'm sorry, but you did the same thing with me last week with that half pint of gelato. So call it even. <laughs> and that's a card. This should this should be. And then, you know, if you really need to, like, tie it in with a I mean, Frozen doesn't ever stop being a thing that kids like. So you could just say love is an open door. And then on the inside, you could just say whatever you want. Like, you don't you don't brush the kids teeth as good as I do. And we need to be on the same page with that. Dental love is an open door. I really have not yet forgiven you for selling my Hot Wheels for movie tickets. Uh, <laughs> but this card, I, I do like that it's a pleasant looking fox and you should be proud of yourself again is not the worst sentiment to have. And it's, I'm going to ask this question later when we get further into the card, but it's ostensibly a congratulations card. I want to say it's, uh, it could be a graduation could be an accomplishment. It seems like something has been done for which you think adulation is deserved, which I, you know, okay. That's a nice reason to get someone a card. If I had a, have one yeah i like that i mean first it, it feels so ambiguous at the beginning though like it's not doing the congrats grad thing i'm sort of of two minds with it where i am grateful that it's not hitting into the same stereotypes that we're expecting with these kind of cards because you'll see them very often and whether it involves a tassel and mortarboard or like a cute animal creature like graduating or getting a diploma but at the same you know i'm, I'm grateful for that but at the same time it also feels a little too ambiguous like i want something mm. right in the middle I guess you I guess this is just fitting right in the pocket that we're talking about. Like we're seeing what we're talking about as a dream. It has already been manifested into a whatever you're proud of. There is a card for it. Whatever you've gotten through. This is like a we're we're getting into cuz we don't think about it but like there is an endless well of accomplishments and emotions that greeting cards could fulfill that we just they just haven't yet. And I I almost blame not enough shelf space. I blame us because we ha- you know a, a- Evil prospers when good men fail to act. And right now we know what we could be doing with these tools and we refuse to build. Yeah, this is the right time for you and I to get in that Italian greeting card company. And all we have to do is use Google Translate every time we want to write something. And then, ba-ba-boom, we are in. I may even know an Italian or two. Maybe we can get in a professional translator. But it's almost better if we don't. I agree. It's better if, if, I, we, I we, want it's us better to, if we don't speak Italian. I want us to be as dirty as any bachelor party ever. Like, we really should just, like, we should have really bad Italian. Just, like, put right on there. Don't type 24 men and one towel into your search engine. But that is what happened. Don't type in American bachelor party in Italy because it's just a bunch of guys trying to say como se dice over and over. Not realizing that gelato is the same in Italian. It's gelato. You can just say there. it's not. What is, what's Italian for gelato ice cream? You already said it. Keep going, Brad. Basta. Basta. Ooh, pasta flavored. That's probably mm, bad. That's pasta like, flavored that's, gelato. Oh, that's like that mac and cheese flavor that Van Leeuwen made. Gross. Yeah. But yeah, I so far like... I don't like that I've been given work, but I'm willing to be charmed by the next couple of It is of not pages. taking a lot on, I agree. The card is really saying, hey, that thing you did, nice nice work probably. <laughs> hey, good job over there. I see your accomplishments Yeah, from the far far away reaches. This has real boss doesn't remember your name vibes to it. <laughs> oh, oh my God. This is, you landed the big account and the boss is super happy because they get a commission on that and they look really good to their supervisor, but they do not remember your name. And Mm -hmm. you are not getting a bonus for it yourself. Like the that's been made very clear. They can't afford races this year because you got to keep those bonuses for the CEO up. But you'll get this and they'll buy breakfast for you, but they'll get it completely wrong. 
you'll ask for like an everything bagel with locks. They'll be like, oh, you ordered the whole grain scone, right? They'll go to the one functioning Denny's on Fifth Avenue. It's like, uh, this will do. Hey, you just wanted an unsweetened iced tea, right? <laughs> no, yeah, that's fine. Because <laughs> you don't even argue because like that's just more of your day lost. Yeah, it's going to be, I don't want to deal with your weird ego problems about being a bad boss right now. I just don't have the strength. Yeah, that's not, that's weirdly not what I get paid for, so... Let's get let's do the stuff that I am getting paid for. Strangely, yeah, that's not on my page. I want to go to the next page, which, in my opinion, I think is the most analogous meditation card we've ever had, because we have had a string of cards, if you remember, ding dongs of meditation cards that don't fit super well with the page that came before it it felt like either it was a blank white page which that's actually anticipated or they're trying some like design in the middle where it's like hey this is all the this is all the b-side art we were going to put on there but this one i feel like i'm celebrating my accomplishment i really feel like we've taken the energy of you should be proud of yourself and now the disco is going i'm dancing (laughs) because to explain for our ding-dongs i should probably this is a podcast sort of a tan light brown background but then just surrounded just endless golden beads golden beads after another if you remember that terrible candy dots that you'd pull those... i was just gonna say it looks like bad dots like, like bad dots exact... yeah those were never good no they weren't that is some depression era candy you tried your hardest everyone did every kid got that candy at least twice thinking like the first one's like well maybe they're having an off night and then it was not true oh let's go back again yeah absolutely not it's like trying to enjoy an almond joy for the second time around you're just like i, I tried but you're gonna be almond joyless there's no <laughs> way around it this is gonna be a mound of sadness um sister candy but yeah i really do feel like i am proud of myself so now the card has redeemed itself. I think visually it was very charming. I like the happy fox. I like the gold around it. I just don't like being told things and that's something wrong with me and we'll deal with that later. But now it has sort of rewarded me with this golden <laughs> with this golden shower, but not like this, that this, one. This flattened disco ball. This like flattened, a map, like a, cart- a cartographer's disco ball. A cartographer, the cartographer's disco ball, which would be the name of the nightclub we open in 1978. <laughs> the cartog- And it's like weirdly like maritime themed, but there's still disco <laughs> and like fancy cocktails, but it's a lot of wood and there's grog on the menu. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You haven't had a, a, a grog on the beach. You're not living. Have you had a grog mapolitan? It's just grog with extra cranberry juice in it. <laughs> Get that vitamin C going. So, yeah, I definitely do feel like the celebrations are happening. It feels very mm. good. You're celebrating good times. Come on. Yes. Let's celebrate. I feel like my celebrations are not automatic. So we go on to the next page after this meditation where you hopefully have done no meditation at all and actually just parted. And we could. No, yeah. No, no, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. No, 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 yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. Hell yeah. No, yeah. We no, yeah. get to the same border. So the party hasn't ended with the gold beads. They are bordering the card. 
And the party we, hasn't ended, but the nightclub is closing. They're turning on the lights. The, the <laughs> so. lights the lights are on, and they're mostly to scooch you out. You got about 20 minutes. Finish up that April spritz you got going on there, and uh, maybe get that cool boy's number, you know, the one that's covered in gravy. And uh, But you got to head out because it's 2 a.m., but we're going to get late-night pancakes at La Ramba's later. <laughs> My friend Michael LaRamba, he, he makes pancakes at his house. He doesn't have much of a relationship. And then we've got that same border on the top that we know and love. And then in the middle of just plain white emptiness, as as you know a disco floor would be when the night is over, it says in that same cursive font, everyone else is. <laughs> and then period. So to give you the full phrase, front page, you should be proud of yourself. End page. Everyone else is. <laughs> everyone. That everyone else is proud of you. There is so much, like, th- there's so much confidence in that phrase. Yeah, everyone else. Every single person. Count them. Everyone. Proud of you. Eight billion of them. If you Except s- you. Oh, you suck. You hate yeah. you. But everyone else, they are just... Rolling out the red carpet for you everywhere you go because of your accomplishment. No matter what it was, you finished up going to nursing school. You got that role in Titanic the Musical on Broadway. You got that job at the ice cream haberdasher. No matter what, you did something and you should be proud of yourself for it because (laughs) literally everyone else. We don't speak enough about humility. Here on Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast. No, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we should. And nor should we. We're doing it all right. Oh, no. We're doing everything. No, not about us. Oh, my God. Don't, don't oh, ever. God. I won't accept right. criticism. Let's make. You scared me. We we talk about you guys leaving reviews for us. Let's make it clear. Those are meant to be good reviews. And anything bad, let's just keep them on the. Yeah, I thought that was implied. I don't I don't want to hear things I've done wrong. I haven't done anything wrong. I can't hear about them. Therefore, I, it can't happen. Exactly. We can only do right things. So let's mm. hope that we keep that on the norm. But we normally don't like keep the humility of like everyone else is proud of you. That might not be 100% true. There might be people that are envious, not exactly proud, or people that just don't care. Yeah, the indifferent, the envious, the lazy. You know, where's where's their parade? We don't, we don't hear about them at all. Do you think this card, Bobby, is overinflating an individual's ego? I thought it was an exasperation card. I thought it was a card that said, Jesus, would you just be happy you built your own computer and then hit a terrorist with it? God. Oh, my God. You created the first business that is able to drone drop handmade wedding cakes at the moment that the cake is supposed to be cut right into the reception room of the wedding couple. And all you do is complain about how miserable you are. For God's sakes, you should be proud of yourself. Because everybody else is. There's a whole line of people outside that door waiting to buy tree houses for their dogs. <laughs> and you won't even take credit for it. And I'm sick of it. You are. Wait, what was the name of that children's book series that would like they, it was called like the Treehouse Club or something? Oh, the like, Magic Treehouse. Yeah. You are doing your own fanfic Magic Treehouse uh, <laughs> novels where they go to famous wars and just watch them all day. And they're pretty gruesome, but people are buying them up. You're able to afford your rent. And this is the way you repay yourself? That one about those kids watching Gettysburg, that was hoofa doofa. It was your best stuff, and you won't... You... Yeah. This is a frustrating card, because it's a card you give someone who has done something well, and they're forcing you to remind them. Like, Do you know, like, there's people who are 
a good level of proud of their own work. They're like, they're not cocky, but they understand they've done something right. And they say, thank you very much. I appreciate that. There's cocky people. There's people who are like, I'm the best. And I need everyone to either tell me that or like, I need affirmation. Then there's this third category that I feel like we don't talk about enough, which is people who know they do stuff and are falsely modest. Yeah. And that one may be the second worst. Fucking, clearly the cocky people who suck fucking, are the worst, but that, that second worst. Fucking brutal. It's it's fucking brutal. And it's it's not to say that those people are not inherently good people. I understand that there's a lot of anxiety with like being successful. It's almost like they're it's like a burden for them to be successful. And that's the part yeah. that's so wickedly bothersome. It's almost like that Mitchell and Webb joke where it's about it's it's actually about a snooker player that isn't doing well, but they're trying to make him feel better because he's constantly depressed. And they just say, God bless and cheer the fuck up. And it's like <laughs> It's like that's all you want to say to them. I'd have a t-shirt that says that. God bless and cheer the fuck up. I'll make it the way I made our mugs. I can absolutely make that. That's another. Oh, please do. Dan's going to jump. I got to put that on the Instagram. Your your lovely birthday gift to me, too. I got to put that up. Oh, my pleasure. Listen, the minute we uh, the minute we get a shop here, we're going to start doing that on Canva. Is uh, the uh, don't don't talk to me until I've had my Tebow state from a diner t-shirt. That's right. Uh, Mug. Uh, Well, we got to make it into a t-shirt as well. But I would uh, God bless and cheer the fuck up would be a great t-shirt. I'll come up with a design and show it to you. But yeah, that is a, it is like a third person that brings you a lot of ire. And again, you love that person. You're so grateful for their success. But it's clear that like, you know, they're like you said, they're way too humble about it. And at the same time, like are also super unhappy with like everything going well. And it's like what? And demanding attention because of it. Because yeah, yeah. Now like now we got to remind you because you're so hard. And you're they're so demanding negative attention. attention. And it's like, my God, yeah. can I give you positive attention? That that costs so much less. <laughs> That's just so much less to do. So this one, I'm, this one feels like as much as I love the aesthetics of the card, the design, the energy that it emits out of it. A lot of it is super positive. I would say that it's pushing too hard to have to be that kind of card. That's being the friend that's like, look, dude, you should be proud of yourself. Everyone else is. You created the only energy drink that actually makes you go to bed. So like there's it's like a time release where like you're getting three hours, but at three hours and five minutes, it is bedtime for Bonzo. So you have you better find a bed. And it's like it's helped a lot of people who want to stay active but have insomnia. You should be proud of yourself. But Everyone else is. Everyone else is. We are. It does flow very well. I will say that as far as phrasing goes, because sometimes we quibble with how the front of the card and the back don't always match up. I could hear myself saying, you should be proud of yourself. Everyone else is. It flows right off the I, tongue. I will y- give it points for It that. does flow off the tongue. I mean, there's a lot that this card, and you know what's funny is we're being critical about it now, but it actually is fulfilling exactly what we said we wanted, which is like all those complicated emotions. So while this is an emotion that you and I are not a big fan of and having to deal with uh, with an individual, at the very very least it is one that you would need a card for so there's some pride in that and i'm grateful that it exists and for that we go to the back of the card and we do have to thank of course the artist of it or at least the photograph which is I'm, am i gonna say this wrong rosaline raymond i've never seen it spelled like i was that. yeah i was gonna say rosaline raymond maybe rosaline I'm, I'm not sure rose lion rosaline 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 raymond thank you rosaline raymond for this wonderful photograph of a happy little dog creature, as well as the beautiful design around it. You did a great job via Hallmark. Oh, Hallmark! We're swinging, swinging with the big boys today. Oh yeah, this is this is the, the big banks. This is these are the cards that can't fail. <laughs> these are the cards that cannot fail. These big banks. So for that reason, because I believe we should get into grading now with our time. So uh-huh. with that, I am going to say that you know 
I have to stand by my principles. Bobby, you have brought us a card that is opening new opportunities for emotions that we have yet to be seen printed on fine papyrus. And even though it is one that we just said can just pull the spirit right out of you the minute someone goes, yeah, I don't really know if I like this as much. And it's like, no, I promise it's good. That, But that is, I think we would be wrong if we didn't do that ourselves sometimes everyone does that everyone does everyone it. does it humans yeah and we like to be comforted by our loved ones and a card like this helps to do that and it kind of helps that it's a pretty cute fox yeah listen they'll only eat some of your chickens so for that reason this card will get high praise i do enjoy it quite a lot it's got a little bit of that roaring 20s which i'm a little bit of a sucker for like you said it's mm. got a little bit of that postmodern uh, look you're a bit of a flapper yourself you know oh i do not I, I flap all day. I wear spangly dresses with the cool tassels on it. I smoke cigarettes. Uh, I only drink my gin out of a, a teacup, and sometimes it makes me go blind. And for that reason, this card will go, I will say, fridge door top left near the handle so that oh, I can okay. be, you know what? If nothing else, I'm a sucker for a cute animal, and I can see that cute fox face as much as I want. All right. I like that. Yeah. that is It is a nice face. The, the front cover is enticing. That's what drew me to it in the first place. It hits you. It hits you it really does. hard. Bobby, where would you put this card? I'm of a similar mind. I don't think it's a bad card by any stretch. I think it's, uh, I like I said, I don't think we've ever gotten an exasperated card before, so that's, <laughs> that's new territory. I will probably go as far up the fridge door, not the freezer door as possible, and then it stays there like dead center. So it's like, it's I'm going to see the friendly fox face all the time, and it will remind me that it's okay to take a victory lap once in a while because everything in moderation, especially moderation, that might be Oscar Wilde. That might be one of the dudes from Jersey Shore. It might be know. Oscar Mild. It might be Oscar Mild. Uh, yeah, well, he said keep keep cool with Oscar Mild in the 1920s. <laughs> it, it could be Oscar Wilde. could be Oscar Mild. could be Oscar Medium, which, you know, is perfect if you're, like, kind of rough on spice like I am. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Oscar Chunky, Oscar Smooth. You know. Oscar with onions. <laughs> so many ways to have your Oscar. <laughs> yeah, have your Oscar however you want, people. And if you enjoy listening to us talk about cards and the other stuff that we talk about, too, because we have fun and we hope you do, too. Yeah. You can always reach out to us at GreetingsPod on Instagram or on X Twitter. X Twitter. X, Zitter. X, Zitter. Thank you. Zitter at GreetingsCast. If you want to leave a review, we'd love it. And uh, reach out to us with your cards, with your feelings in that order. We don't want it reversed. But just uh, always, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening. And, you know, yeah, reach out to us. Bobby and I could use some reaching out to. Call your Bobbies and your Dans. You know, when's the last time you've done it? What are you about? Yeah, they've been good to you. To me personally? Uh, no, they we've been good to them. We've, That's what I'm saying. Uh, oh, oh, we've been good to them. What about them? They, don't, they never call anymore. I'm making a greeting Seder this weekend and no one's responded to my quiplash invite and then the, uh, when bobby promoted that on the text chat that we share with everybody who listens to this podcast i went the text seder i don't even text nowhere and uh that didn't go far anyway now you get the sad bit of him yes yeah, <laughs> fill your mouth with bitter herbs <laughs> just a mouth well, no horseradish for you <laughs> fourth glass of wine <laughs> <laughs> bye-bye everybody bye I don't know why I waved to you. <laughs>